0: Welcome down to Sox in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. Pull up a stool at my 9-foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one. Or just have one where you're sitting right now. Because it's time for yet another simulated White Sox game as part of our full season. Covering all of 2020 as it would have been. Using MLB The Show 20 and sponsored proudly by Cork and Carry at the Park. 33rd in Princeton, a Southside tradition, and you can even get their food online right now using Grubhub or going direct to courtcancarryatthepark.com. A big series just concluded against the Minnesota Twins this past weekend, and if you missed it, you might want to go back and listen. A great series, a sweep by our Sox, and after entering the weekend, trailing in the season series to the Twins, and also trailing by six games in the standings, the White Sox are now only three back, and two up on the Twins in the season series. They're the one team that's been able to handle them, but we also have to take care of business with the other central division teams. And now we're in Kansas City for three before getting Detroit back at home in Chicago. Lucas Giolito about to take the mounds. Without further ado, your 36-24 and 24 Chicago White Sox sitting in second place in Kansas City right here on Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxintheBasement.com. Let's go. Hoffman Stadium, Kansas City, Missouri. The 25 and 35 Kansas City Royals are hosting our White Sox, sitting at 36 and 24 for a three-game series. We have played this team more than any other team in the season so far, and you are listening to White Sox Baseball Simulated on Socks in the Basement. Brad Keller, 12 starts, 0 and 3, 3.88 earned run average. 67 and a third innings, 68 hits. A 1.40 whip because he also has 26 walks. 51 strikeouts so far on the year. And the man stepping up to the plate, huge history with each other. And we've seen it continue so far this season early on. Tim Anderson stands in 322 average with five home runs. And you remember that home run he hit last year against Keller where he did the emphatic bat flip. And we saw benches come out, and people yelling, and he got beaned for it. It continues. They don't like each other. First pitch, a strike, and we're underway. 0-1 the count. First pitch coming at 7.05 here in Kansas City. And, of course, we've got some White Sox faithful out here on the road with us. 71 degrees, 5-mile-an-hour winds blowing out the left field right now, partly cloudy. Right behind home plate, two or three White Sox shirts in the stands today. Count is now two and one after two fastballs miss outside from Keller. Sox have three here in Kansas City, a quick trip, and then they turn around and go back to Chicago for the weekend, and Detroit. And then we're home for a little bit. A couple of series at home before we head back out on the road. We have a day off next Monday just like we had yesterday. So this team has a chance to get well rested at this point. Count is now full at 3-2. And Anderson laid off an outside pitch. Keller takes the sign into the line and the pitch on the way. Swung on and rifled out in the right field, dropping quickly. It will get in front of him. And Anderson's on with a 3-2 base hit in the right field. Claps towards the dugout, and he's ready to go. White Sox team is riding high right now after a great series against the Minnesota Twins. And I think this young team Feels like they belong now in the race. Here's Yasmani Grandal hitting 275 with 16 home runs and 45 RBI. The batting average has dropped 30 points in the last week to 10 days. After having a red hot May, he really cooled off. He's 1-0 here in the next pitch. Out in the right field, the bouncer base hit. Anderson is going to get into second and hold. Back-to-back hits for the Sox open up this first inning in Kansas City that was a hard hit ball there two on, no out, and Abreu comes to the plate. 262 average 11 home runs, 38 RBIs an OPS of 831 and currently leading in the American League All-Star vote at first base Sacks have a few guys high up on that list they even show pitchers in the updates we're getting here with MLB The Show 20, Steve Ciszek is up at the top of the list, and so is Yasmani Grandal, who's on first base right now. Those are your first place guys as of now. Several other White Sox players up towards the top going into today. One and one the count, the pitch on the way high, four Seamer misses, two and one. Mike Fillmore, the umpire behind the plate today. There's runners on first and second, and Grandal and Anderson. And Abreu stands up there, looking to make contact, keep this inning going on a positive side slider away misses 3-1 Juan Mankata stands on deck one point behind Anderson coming into today's game for the highest batting average on the team hitting 321 3-1 pitch on the way swung on and fouled off count as full Keller the righty checks Anderson the pitch swung on and missed a changeup low and in Abreu sits down first strike out of the game for Keller here comes Mankata. As I said, he's hitting 321 right now. Batting lefty against a righty pitcher. He's seventh right now in the All-Star vote at third base. With 10 home runs, 33 RBI, and a 930 OPS, hitting in the four spot for the White Sox and playing very good defense. And I feel like he should be further up that list, but unfortunately is not at this point. Sox in the basement will bring you the All-Star game, as it would have happened, if the players and the owners can't get together soon. This one is lifted out in the deep right field near the corner. It's going to stay in the ballpark. Anderson tagged but did not go. So after the first two get on, the next two are out. We've got two outs here on the top of the first. And T.A. stranded for now on second base. Aloya Menez is in the top ten for the outfield vote. As of right now, he would miss. As these numbers have started coming out here in June for the first time. Tim Anderson stands on second with 19 stolen bases. Will he go in motion at any point here in hopes of manufacturing a run? Inside slider misses 2-0. Jimenez hitting 267. There's a lot of guys came through that twin series. And even though the team won, the averages have dipped a little bit. Aloy is one of them. A high inside four seam fastball, 3 0 the count now. Edwin Encarnacion had a huge series. He's up to almost hitting 270 after sitting at 250 for pretty much the entire season. He stands on deck. 3 0 pitch on the way from Keller. Inside walked him. The bases are loaded. And here comes the most dangerous hitter on the White Sox if you go off of what happened last weekend. He was on fire, hitting everything thrown across the plate. And that's Edwin Encarnacion. Now he's had a day off and a plane trip, but hopefully he's still got that mojo. 32 RBI go with his 15 home runs and his 269 average. The six hitter, generally the DH for the White Sox every game, except for when he spells Abreu, stands in. He's the DH today. Sacks packed with socks. Two outs, top of the first. First pitch taken for a strike on the outside corner. Owen won the count. Incarnacion is on a five-game hit streak. Royals fans trying to cheer Keller through this first inning. Dribbles a four-seamer back to the backstop. Foul ball, 0-2. Edwin wears some protective armor on his left elbow. This ball's gonna get away but not get away far enough. Anderson danced but did not come home. One and two, the count on a low pitch. One two count, two outs, top of the first. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on an inside fastball. Sal Perez spikes the ball. Meanwhile, midway through the first, the White Sox strand three. Kansas City's coming up. Lucas Giolito takes the mound, 12 starts, and a five and four record, 4.61 ERA. Over 68 and a third innings. He's given up 59 hits and 32 walks. That's a 1.33 whip. He also has 68 strikeouts, so he's averaging a strikeout per inning right now. White Sox, as a team, leading all of Major League Baseball with the most strikeouts. El Deberto Mondesi comes up, hitting 238. The lefty awaits the first pitch. Giolito winds and delivers. This one is popped out. Anderson's going to go back a few steps into left field, make the catch. One pitch, one out. Mondesi is retired. First inning out in Cleveland, it's already a 3-3 game between the Red Sox and the Indians. We'll keep tabs on that one. Alex Gordon comes to the plate. The lefty's hitting 259. Lucas throws a curveball outside that misses 1-0 the count. Sox are second in the AL Central, 12 games over 500 right now. Lucas has actually had two very good starts recently. An inside four, seamer misses 2-0 the count. Grondahl down on one knee, sets up outside. This one is fouled off into the camera well down the third base line. Two and one. Giolito quickly going into his next wind. Misses low and inside on a fastball. Three and one, and obviously the book right now on Gordon is pitch him low. Because that's what Grondahl and Giolito are trying to do here. Inside, outside, but low. But it's been too low three times already in the at-bat. Now he gets a strike across, full count, 3-2. and two. Gordon taking that pitch on the outside corner. The payoff pitch. Misses inside, and he walked him. Gordon was a statue there. Giolito is not fooling him. He's down the first base. With one out, there's a man on. Here comes Whit Merrifield. 228 average with eight home runs. Runner's going to go right away, and the ball is fouled off. So he'll have to go back to first. Owen won the count. That ball went down the first baseline foul. Swing and a miss on the next one, a circle change. Owen, 2 With Gordon still standing at first. Gordon is not a very fast runner. Based upon the swing at an outside pitch, that was a hit and run. Not really a straight steal. Now a four-seamer gets by Merrifield swinging. And he strikes him out. That was in the zone on the outside corner. And Jorge Soler comes up. Soler's hitting 252, but has done damage against the White Sox this season. He's currently sitting on 97 career home runs. A 1 0 pitch misses inside 2 0, with two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. The sun is starting to set in those waterfalls out there. It's a beautiful June day here in KC. Inside four, Seamer misses 3 0. Hunter Dozier on deck. We've talked about Giolito's struggles early in the season. The free passes are what have hurt him. He did not do that very much in the last two starts, and it made a difference. Circle change, catches a zone, three and one the count. He has to attack the plate instead of nibbling. He was doing that a lot early on. This one swung on and missed. Three and two now the count is full. Two outs with the runner on first. The payoff pitch on the way to the right-handed batter. Runner's going. That one's fouled off. Three and two. The count remains. Gordon will probably be in motion again. He is. Swung on and sent out into center field, tailing back towards the wall. Center fielder today is Larry Garcia. He will put that away just in front of the track. And the Sox are through that inning. After one, there's no score here in Kansas City. White Sox coming up again. Adam Engel comes up, the right fielder, hitting 296. Had a pretty good series against the Twins. An inside slider hits the zone, 0 1 the count. We didn't go around the defense last inning, so let's do that real quick. As Engel has another one pitched to him that he's going to foul off down the third base line. He's quickly 0 2. Rondell's behind the plate. Abreu's over at first. Mandergles at second. Short is Anderson. Third is Mancata. Left field, Jimenez. Center field, Larry Garcia. Right field, Adam Engel. And, of course, Giolito on the mound. Engel fouls off another one. How remains 0-2. Now he fouls off another pitch, a slider at the knees. So he's seen four pitches. And now he swings at one way outside. Third strikeout for Keller. Socks him on the ropes in the first inning. And he escaped from it. You don't want him to get comfortable now and start dealing. He has that capability. Nick Mandergill steps up, sitting 232 with a homer and 12 RBI. And the first pitch is sent over to third base on the one hop, fielded and sent across for the 5 3 putout. Two gone here in the top of the second inning. And Larry Garcia, the nine hitter today, sitting 269, he'll bat lefty. And the first pitch on the way from Keller sent back up the middle for a base hit. Nice piece of hitting there by Garcia. Took it right back up the middle. To the first base side of Keller. And to that side of second base. So we got a runner on and T.A.'s coming up. Anderson hit a single in the first inning. He's now got a base runner with two outs here at the top of the second. The pitch. High four-seam fastball, taken for a ball. Want to know the count. You got an 847 OPS. That's solid for a shortstop. The defense has been improving, although there have been a few fumbles over there at short. Overall, though, it's better this year than it was last. Somebody told me we got a little bit better defensive Tim Anderson, and the batting average was still in the threes. He's basically hung at about his range has been all the way up to about 3.40 for the meat of this season I'd be like yes I'll take it base hit it does not get into the gap Leary's only going to get to second he rifled that one out there on a line drive into left center field but it was run down very quickly and Garcia put on the brakes coming around second base and the Sox once again have two on here And Grandal's at the plate now. Two outs still. Both singles with two outs against Keller. Slider down the middle. Take it for a strike by Osmani Grandal. Grandal singled in the first inning. He gets the bat lefty here against a right-handed pitcher, and he enjoys that. Slider low and away taken for a strike. Grandal didn't like it. He has two home runs in his last five games. The pitch. Fouled off a change-up. Count remains 0-2. Checking Garcia. Keller delivers. Fouls off a 4 Seymour down the line. 0-2 the count remains. Keller with his 40th pitch on the way here. Fouls it back. Count remains 0-2. So the starter for the Royals has had to throw a lot through the first two innings. That's a good thing. Now Grandal fouls off that pitch. Into the stands Keller remains 0-2 as he hangs in Keller has gone to the changeup When he gets frustrated But instead he hits Grandal on the thigh I don't think he wants to hit him there But he also looked really frustrated He comes inside He does make a motion like I didn't mean to do that He hits him in the thigh Abreu comes up now And he and Perez are talking. Perez got out of his crouch. The umpire is going to step in between the two of them. There is some bad blood with the White Sox, and particularly Keller. Grandal was not there for that last year. Inside changeup misses. Want to know the count? Garcia's on third, Anderson on second. Yasmani Grandal on first. Abreu struck out with two on and no outs in the first inning. He has a chance to atone right now. Inside slider, misses 2-0 oh now. So Keller, back in the hot seat for the second straight inning. Sox need to make him pay here at some point. 2-0 count, two outs, bases loaded, lots of speed. At second and third. Four-seamer just catches the zone at the knees on the outside corner. That was questionable. Abreu shakes his head, steps out. Now we'll get back in the box. 2 and one the count. The next offering. Swung on and fouled off into the dugout down the first base side. 22 pitches so far now for Keller. 17 of them in the strike zone. The 2-2 pitch on the way. Lifted out in the right center field gap. That's going to get down and score two. Anderson following Garcia in. Abreu on his way into second base. Standing up. Grandala third. And the White Sox all with two outs and nobody on. Load up the Bases. And Jose Abreu hits a two-run double in the right center field. And we lead it 2-0. And let's keep going. Moncada now comes up with two in scoring position. In the form of Grandal and Abreu. We can break this open very quickly here. He's 0-1 in the game. Keller delivers. Swung on and missed. A high outside fastball. 0-1 the count. He wanted it. He went for a pitch that wasn't very good. Anxious. We don't normally see that from Yo-Yo. Not on the first pitch. He seems to take everything. Now a low pitch taken for a ball. One and one. Two outs. Top of the second. Brad Keller now taking his time. Trying to slow things down. But he still has to pitch. To Juan Moncada. Outside pitch fouled off. One and two. And he has reached for two of them. Well outside the zone. Uncharacteristic of Moncada next pitch also fouled off that was outside the zone as well one and two the count remains Abreu on second Grandal on third a low pitch misses change-up two and two the count Keller's trying to throw two low change-ups to Moncada he hasn't even flinched but the outside pitch he's going for them I would anticipate Keller trying to go back outside and maybe even high and outside to Mancada to see if he reaches again if he puts it in the zone he's going to get a hit swung on and lifted out into right center field dropping fast it will get down, one run is in Grandal has scored and now Abreu slides in underneath the throw and the Sox lead it 4 to nothing. he tried to go outside that time but he didn't get outside enough, he put it in the zone Mancada gets good wood on it and drops it out between center and right and now Jimenez immediately lines one directly out to Solaire in right field and the inning is over but not before with two outs and nobody on the White Sox load the bases and then score four midway through to second, Sox lead 4-0 Hunter Dozier is the five hitter he's hitting 269. 12 homers, 32 RBI and 844 OPS It'll be Dozier and then Sal Perez is standing on deck as Giolito goes into the line and delivers. And the righty takes a curveball outside for ball one. Now a change up inside taken for a strike. One and one the count. Giolito, circle change, misses low. Two and one. Rondell sets up on the outside corner. He offered at it, but didn't go around enough. Three and one the count on a low outside pitch we the bottom of the second inning. A White Sox simulated game as part of a 2020 simulated season. A great series last weekend with the Sox and the Twins. Want to listen to some fun baseball. Check that out. You have extra time. This one's fouled off three and two the count. We're having a fun day here. We're up by four. The payoff pitch to Dozier. Misses inside and he walked him. So the leadoff man is on. That's the second free pass from Giolito. He cannot continue to issue walks and expect to have a good start. It's what gets him into trouble. When his whip gets lower, of course he's better. And the whip has been lowering. And a lot of that is not because of the hits. Pitchers are going to give up hits. But it was the unfortunate walks, missing location, nibbling on the outside corners, and then giving up a home run. Instead of it being a solo home run It's a three run home run Line drive, Mandrigal reaches out and stabs it Out of the air Runner retreats to first He'll dust himself off near second base He completely laid out for that one Nick Mandrigal with amazing timing That ball is a laser That's going to get through the infield And go on to the gap And he, with full extension Catches that in the air Ryan O'Hearn comes to the plate, the lefty's hitting 2-12. There's one out now in the bottom of the second inning. First pitch fouled off. A high four-seam fastball in on the hands. Swing and a miss on a high four-seamer. O'Hearn is quickly 0-2. Now an outside circle changeup swung on and missed. Three pitches. He sits him down. Second strikeout for Giolito. So he has two strikeouts to go with his two walks so far. Mikael Franco now coming to the plate, and an inside curveball misses 1 0 the count. Franco's hitting 234 with seven homers and 22 RBIs. Generally DHing, even though he is a third baseman. Outside circle change misses 2 0. He was 0 for 4 in his last game. He's not having a very good season. He's a guy who came from the National League and the Phillies organization, and now they're trying to work him out as a DH. Swing and a miss on that one right down the middle 2-1 and one the count Now a four-seamer hits the outside corner 2-2 two and two. Some guys cannot adjust to that I'll lean back on everybody's favorite bust Adam Dunn Remember he came to the White Sox From the National League And he was sure that he could just hit Being a DH is hard You're not in a rhythm Lucas Giolito not in a rhythm As he now walks Franco On a 3-2 pitch So far, he's given up no hits, but he's put three guys on, and here comes Brett Phillips hitting 200, and good for him. He finally made it to the Mendoza line. He's also got three home runs on the season. The lefty stands in with two on and two out here in the bottom of the second inning. First pitch swung on and missed a four-seamer in on the hands. 0-1 the count. Next one swung on and misses a circle changeup, low and outside and quickly 0-2 is Phillips against Giolito. Giolito checks the runner at second and delivers. Misses outside and a curveball 1-2, he wanted that one. 36 pitches so far for Lucas. White Sox starters have been talking about the idea that they have to be a little bit more efficient, they don't like having to leave the game in the 5th and 6th inning. They want to be those guys that go through seven, eight, have the complete games. Swung on and missed a four-seamer away. He struck him out. White Sox will leave the field, and the Royals will take it. Four-nothing. This is the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning, and we're happy to bring it to you and also remind you to Family Waterproofing Solutions on the southwest side of Chicago. Handles everything, basically, in northern Illinois, except a few very, very western counties near Iowa, and then they have northwestern indiana and it's a family business it's female owned it's veteran owned ken is a marine they've got deals galore especially for sacks in the basement listeners remember if you call them up and you say we heard about you on sacks in the basement they got a list of offers they got big money off they're ready to give it away get your free money all right make sure you give them a call remember that you can Do the estimates over the phone and remember that a part of the proceeds go to veterans and first responder organizations. Edwin Encarnacion steps in in the first pitch high and inside for a strike. 0 1 the count. Brad Keller needed 54 pitches to get through two innings. And that can only bode well for the White Sox hitters today. As it doesn't look like he's going to go long in this game unless something changes. He misses inside with a ball low, 1 1 to count. Now an outside changeup misses, 2 1. The Red Sox have put on six in the fourth inning against the Indians and now lead nine to three in Cleveland. That one's fouled off down the first baseline. Two and two, the count is even to Edwin. Fouls off a four Seamer. Count remains even. Minnesota leading right now early in Minnesota over Tampa Bay, three nothing. They won yesterday. Tampa Bay actually played Minnesota yesterday. As Encarnacion swings and misses fourth strikeout. So even though the White Sox pulled within three of the Twins, before they got here to Kansas City, they were three and a half back. So Encarnacion swings at an outside pitch. He goes down swinging. Adam Angle's up 0-for-1 with a strikeout in the second inning. Four-seamer misses low. 1-0 the count. Angle's slugging over 500 so far this season. Yeah, I just said it. And I, I can't believe it either. Four-seamer hits the outside corner. One and one. Keller in the wind delivers. Inside changeup misses. Two and one. And he had that big dramatic home run in Game Three against the Twins this weekend on Sunday. As he almost takes one off the shoulder, high and tight. Just get out of the way. Three and one. The count now. Twins had just tied it. Adam Engel hits a two-run bomb. Sox go on to win. Here's the pitch on the way. Low fastball, misses, and Engel goes down 90 feet. Keller's disgusted. Seems to be asking where that one was. Now he walks away with his hands on his hips behind the mound. Adam Engel goes down and starts kicking dirt around the base. I don't know what that accomplishes. Jesse Hahn and Jake Kalish are up right now in the bullpen for Kansas City with one out here in the top of the third inning. And Nick Madrigal comes up for a second at bat. He's 0 for 1. And the first pitch is rifled into right field for a base hit. So Lair comes up throwing and gets it over to third. Angle does not test him. Mandrigal's got a base hit. And the Sox are hitting well today against Brad Keller. He's given up seven hits so far and two walks. And he's only through two and a third innings. And he's trailing four to nothing. Here's Larry Garcia's one for one with a single and a run scored. That was last inning. He's up now batting lefty. The switch hitter takes a slider down the middle for a strike 0 and 1. One out, you got good speed on board. Angle and Madrigal can both run. Keller checks Angle a second and delivers. A dribbler, slow roller to first. The only play is going to get Larry Garcia. The other two move up 90 feet. That ball just kind of died, and O'Hearn could only get the ball and get Garcia. And now a chorus of boos for Tim Anderson, who's two for two. And these fans know his history with Brad Keller as well. First pitch, sent out deep into left center field. The boos have spurred him on as that goes off the wall. Two runs are going to score. Anderson in the second, standing up and clapping his hands furiously. He was booed. And he hits his 20th double of the season. The Sox lead 6-0. Keller is disgusted. And they're taking him out of the game. Trust me, TA enjoys this right now because he's the one that sends Brad Keller to the showers early before he can get through three innings. And it was after the Kansas City Faithful booed Tim Anderson when he came to the plate. Jesse Hahn comes in, his 30th appearance of the season. He's got a 2 and 5 record, 59 to third innings pitch with a 6.83 earned run average. Lefty's hitting 316 against him, righty's hitting 257. Here's a lefty. It's Yasmani Grandal as the right-handed Han stands in against the one-for-one one Grandal. He's got a single, a run scored. He also has a walk, and that pitch is low, one and zero the count. Anderson with a good lead over at second base. Swung on and missed by Grandal, one and one the count. That pitch kind of dove out of there, some sort of off-speed pitch. Now he goes outside with a two-seamer and misses two and one the count. Two outs tap of the third, Sachs lead six nothing. They loaded up the bases and were unable to get a run across in the first inning. They got four though in the second and two in this one as Grandal flies out the left field and the inning is over but not before. The White Sox have put up six through three and we go to the bottom of the third Kansas City coming up and still looking for their first hit of the game. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do, are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466. Or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. So Lucas Giolito has spread out three walks over the first two innings. He's pitched 37 pitches. Elberto Mondesi comes up 0 for 1 with a pop out in the first And we're kicking off now the bottom of the third inning He's gone through the order once He can cut down on the walks He could really cruise through this game He's got a 6-0 buffer First pitch misses outside 1-0 the count Mondesi Leads the American League With four triples Right now on the White Sox There's only one guy That has multiple triples It's Nick Mandrigal. Outside circle change, 2-0 the count. Mondesi, the lefty, awaits the next offering. Swung on and missed, a four-seamer in on the knees. 2-1 now the count. Swung on and missed, a 12-6 curveball. So Mondesi struggling with the breaking stuff. And the White Sox seem to keep that up. We'll see what Grandal calls for here. Puts down the sign. He's gonna set up right up the middle, now edging a little bit to the outside corner. Misses low, a circle change. Alex Gordon's on deck. It'll be another left-handed hitter. Three and two of the count, and so far, Giolito's not been able to get a guy three-two. He's walked all three guys that have gotten to that count so far. The pitch on the way. Swung on and sent out to center field. Garcia on his horse. Will dive and it will go off his glove. He'll pick up the ball and get it in. That's a double for Mondesi. His ninth of the season. Garcia dove for that ball It hit his glove and went off of it. Jimenez coming across, kind of jumped out of the way there. Alex Gordon now comes to the play with a runner on second. The first hit of the game for the Royals is from Mondesi here. 0-1 on that pitch. A low fastball just caught the zone. Gordon's hitting 259. The lefty has a runner in scoring position here with no outs. Four-seamer inside, misses 1-1. He has spent all 13 years of his career with one organization, the Kansas City Royals. Grounded back to Giolito. He's going to flip it over to first. The runner is going to advance from second to third. He never looked over there. at Mondesi. And you know I understand that, you got a 6-0 lead, you're not going to make a mistake. Four-seamer up high, 1-0 the count, he missed on that one. Whit Merrifield steps in, he's 0-1 in the game. He's looking to get something up in the air and deep enough to score a run and cut into this lead just a little bit. Giolito looks straight across the third base, now Delivers that pitch, high a four-seamer. It's not going to be called a strike, although it looked like it caught most of the zone. Two and zero the count now, with one out in the bottom of the third. The pitch, swung on and fouled off a four-seamer. Count is two and one. Next offering misses low. Three and one the count. So Lair's on deck. Gets in the swing and an off-speed pitch. Count is full at three and two. Let's see if Giolito goes back to the off-speed. It's been working. He does. It's a dribbler to short. Anderson's going to scoop and go over to first base. The runner is going to score. The Royals get one back and trail 6-1 now. Ball took Anderson towards second base, and he was a little bit behind the bag when he makes that play and throws over. There's no way he could go home, and I don't think he wants to there. You got a six-run cushion, concede the run, get the second out. Clear the bases. Abreu basically playing second base right now in a shift for Soler. Mandrigals on the other side of second, helping out Anderson and Mancada. Swung on and sent into the shift, and it still gets between Mancada and Anderson for a base hit. So Giolito gives up his second hit of the inning with two outs here in the bottom of the third. Hunter Dozier comes to the plate. And the big righty is hitting 269. A low four Seamer misses 1-0 the count. He walked in the second inning. This is his second at bat of the game. Not a lot of speed over at first base. As this one swung on and missed. One and one the count. Giolito checks the runner, but just a little bit and then. This one has popped up into shallow center field. Garcia's coming in. He'll stop, put the glove up, and make the catch. And that ends the third inning, so Lucas Giolito gives up a run. But so far, so good for the White Sox. They lead by 5, 6-1 to one after 3 here in Kansas City. Jose Abreu is the guy that really broke things open for the White Sox in the second inning. And he stands up there right now, one for two with the double and two RBI. He takes an outside fastball for ball one. Jesse Hahn remains in the game. The next pitch on the way, outside curveball misses, 2-0. Oh. Breu waves the bat in front of the plate. Sal Perez goes down the one knee. Pitch comes right down the middle on a two-seamer. Two and one the count. In Texas... The Angels have scored a run, and now in the fourth inning, lead 1-0. Abreu waits for Hahn. The pitch on the way. Swung on and popped up to third base. It's going to be a can of corn when it comes down. There'll be one gone here in the fourth inning, and there is. Top of the fourth inning here in Kauffman Stadium, Kansas City. Brad Keller, they're showing him right now. He had 69 pitches. He started the game for them. He gave up eight hits and two walks and six earned runs, he did strike out four, but a very, very difficult start for him and that's a good thing for the White Sox. Tim Anderson and the team chased him last inning. Juan Mancada's up, he's one for two with a single and two RBIs in this game already. And he awaits the pitch from the righty, Han. A low two seam fastball, misses one and zero the count. Now a change up low misses two and zero. On shaking off signals from Perez He seems determined to go with something there He goes outside And it's dribbled down the first baseline And caught O'Hearn will step on the bag There's two gone On the unassisted three put out And Aloy Jimenez is 0 for 1 With a walk in the first He lined out sharply Directly to Soler in right field last time up and with two outs here in the top of the fourth inning Takes a low inside fastball 1-0 the count the other day when All-Star voting opened, he was number one on the outfield list. He's number eight right now, so the early results didn't hold up through the last couple of days. Maybe Sox fans have to get on the internet here. 1-1 pitch, low and inside, 2-1. and On in the wind, the pitch, ripped over to short, it's going to be fielded by Mondesi and sent over to first without a problem. Sox go down 1 2 3 here in the fourth, and Jesse Hahn has already had a better inning than his starter did. Midway through the fourth, we lead 6 1. Salvador Perez is 0 for 1. He lined out in the second inning. He's hitting 257. with a 317 OBP and a 415 slugging percentage. Perez, the catcher awaits this first pitch it's an inside fastball that Grandal tried to frame by setting up on the inside corner didn't get the call 1-0 the count Giolito 57 pitches through the first three innings now throws one outside 2-0 the free passes have hurt him throughout the entire season this one's fouled off 2-1 the count he has to continue to get the ball in the zone Meanwhile, Toronto playing interleague against St. Louis. They're in St. Louis, losing 3-0 early against the Cardinals. 3-1 the count. I believe we see Toronto again here before June is out. The 3-1 pitch. Swung on and sent back up the middle off the leg of Giolito. It bounces to Mancada. He gets it over to first, and Perez is limping away from the base. It goes off of Giolito's leg. They're gonna check on him real quick. Rondal's out talking to him. The trainer's out talking to him. Then the ball bounces off his leg. Goes to Mancada. Giolito's waving that he doesn't want him to come out but they're still coming out there to talk to him. Coop's just gonna go out there and have a conversation with him. That thing went right off his leg. It bounced hard over to third. Mancada scooped it and put everything he could in that throw. He gets Perez who comes up lame. And kind of limped back to the dugout. He was trying to stretch that. 62 pitches so far for Giolito. 28 balls, 34 strikes. The meeting is over. He looks like he's okay. O'Hearn is 0 for 1. Stands up there. The lefty sends this first pitch right back up the middle to Anderson. Who covers it. Sends it over to first. And that's a quick putout. The interesting thing, though, that went right at Giolito, and he kind of fell out of the way. He might be a little gun-shy right now after having one go right off him on the previous pitch. Two outs down the bottom of the fourth, nobody on. Franco's up. He's got 15 doubles this season. That's first on his team. But he only has a 234 batting average and bats at the bottom of the order. He's in the eighth spot today. Four-seamer misses inside, 2-0. and Rondell down to one knee, sets up inside Circle change, misses low 3-0, so quickly 3-0 With two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning And Brett Phillips on deck Rondell sets up Way behind Franco His whole body was almost behind him there They miss on an inside pitch I don't know what he's trying to set up there But four pitches and Giolito Walks him Phillips the lefty Comes up with a strike on the second against Lucas. The average back below 200 at 199. The pitch on the way. Fastball in the outside corner. Gets the call. 0-1 the count. Phillips, actually from the Brewers organization, was acquired in 2018 by the Royals. An inside fastball. Call the strike. 0-2 the count. That was at 93 miles an hour. The next pitch will be Lucas Giolito's 70th here with two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning. Strike three, he's gone. They're going to say he went around on an outside pitch. Questionable. They don't appeal. Batter's not happy, but the fourth inning's over. Sox lead 6 1. And here comes Edwin Encarnacion. He's DHing today. Bullpen is active for the Royals, but Jesse Hahn will come back out again. He's only needed 15 pitches between the entire fourth inning and the very end of the third inning when he came in. Encarnacion's 0 for 2, and he fouls off a curveball low and away. 0 and 1 the count. Two Seamer comes up and in, swung underneath it. Quickly 0 and 2. Encarnacion and Grandal. Two big offensive pieces that the White Sox Went out and got in the offseason Rondell leads The team in home runs and Is second This one's ripped back up the middle for a base hit And Edwin's on first So a leadoff single For the White Sox As they lead 6-1 here In the top of the 5th inning which is the DP3 Tech 5th inning DP3 Tech Good folks It's Outsiders and they partner with Microsoft, they put together an incredible system. And right now they can take your systems. They can take whatever system you're using in your office, or your workplace, and they can migrate that over into theirs, and allow you one button you got somebody on the screen. You can show documents. In a new workplace, where not everybody's going to be sitting next to each other, DP3Tech has a better solution than Zoom, and Facebook Messenger, and FaceTime. and all these other free things that everybody's trying to catch your eye with. And it's low cost, it's affordable. And it's done right. Details coming up here halfway through this inning. 3-0 to Adam Engel from Hahn with Encarnacion on first base. No outs here in the top of the fifth inning. The pitch on the way. Hits at the knees for a strike. 3-1 the count. The 3-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a changeup. It was out of the zone. Started in the strike zone and dropped out. Angle couldn't lay off. Count is full now. With a runner on first and no outs. And he struck out looking. Changeup that was low, but it was definitely above the knees. Angle lays off it. Tries to draw the walk and instead he's out. One gone here in the top of the fifth inning. Nick Mandrigal comes to the plate. One for two with a single and a run scored. Average sitting at 238. The little man immediately rips one down the third baseline foul. 0-1 the count. Mads has been playing very good defense and continues to get acclimated to Major League pitching. Inside curveball misses there. 1-1 the count. He was a first-round pick in 2018. You think about that. And then think about how quickly he's getting to the majors. That's a testament to his abilities. But he still has a lot of developing to do. Inside fastball catches a corner now, 1-2. and Next pitch swung on and missed. In on the hands. He probably should have taken that one. He's frustrated. Two outs now. Two strikeouts in the inning for Hahn after he gives up the base hit to Encarnacion to lead it all off. Larry Garcia, the 9-hitter, comes up. Sox leading 6-1. to one. There's a runner on first base. He's 1-2 for two with a single and a run scored. And the first pitch is lofted into center field. And it's a can of corn. So, Hahn gives up the single, strikes out the next two, and gets Garcia to pop up right away. Midway through the 5th, we still lead 6-1. New challenges bring new technology. DP3Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today. 312-896-2450 or email info at dp3tech.com. Elberto Mondesi is going to lead off this inning like he led off the game for the Royals. He's 1 for 2. He's got a double. And he scored the only run of the game for Kansas City. Fouls off this one. and won the count. He's also 5th in the American League in stolen bases. So he is a speed threat. there's a low inside fastball. Goes for strike 2. and 2 quickly from Giolito. Lucas entered the inning on 70 pitches. Cleveland trying to claw back against the Red Sox. That 9-3 game just became a 9-5 game in the 5th inning. Swung on and missed. Mondesi goes down. A wicked curveball. Fifth strikeout for Giolito. There's one gone. You really want to see Lucas have efficient and also quick innings here in the 5th and the 6th. Like we said earlier, White Sox starters know that they don't want to be done after four or five innings. They don't even really want to be done after six. They want to go deeper into games. Unfortunately, though, they're not getting those kind of results. Some of them are, but some of them are still struggling to get deep. Giolito's not going very deep into this game unless something changes dramatically. Ground ball over to second base, scooped up and set over to first. There's two gone here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Alex Gordon goes back to the dugout, Whit Merrifield comes up, 0 for 2 in this game. This is the type of inning that Lucas Giolito wants to have, he's already thrown 5 pitches, he already has 2 outs. Now a fastball inside catches the zone, after a ball outside, 1 and 1 the count to Merrifield. Next pitch on the way, swung on and popped up, foul territory, Moncada near 3rd will make the catch. A 1-2-3 inning, and it didn't take very many pitches. We're going to the top of the sixth inning. We're leading 6-1 here in Kansas City. Tim Anderson leads off. He's 3-for-3 in this game with a double and two singles and two RBIs. He is the man that chased the starter, Brad Keller. So this is the first time he's seen Hahn in this game, who has faced eight White Sox batters, all except for Anderson. He comes out here in the top of the sixth inning. The first two pitches miss the zone, 2-0 the count. T.A. gets up for Brad Keller-Games. This pitch swung on and sent out to the right center field. It's a base hit, and it's going to roll to the wall. Anderson is on his way to second base. He will get the second and hold. A four for four day so far. Two doubles, two singles, two runs batted in. His 21st double of the season. As the sun is setting here in Kansas City. Yasmany Grandal comes into play. He's 1 for 2. He got hit by a pitch. I think earlier I stated he walked. And then I remembered he got hit by a pitch. And that pitch is outside. 1-0 the count. No outs. Top of the 6th inning. Anderson leads off of 2nd base. He is a threat to go. Inside pitch misses 2-0. And Perez, you can see him shifting his weight back there. And I don't think T.A. goes with a lefty. He wants a guy like Abreu blocking the view. This one is sent out deep in the right field. Tailing back towards the wall. It is gone. Grandal puts it out. His 17th home run of the season. A two-run bomb. 400 feet over the right field wall. Got out of here at 101.1 miles per hour. Anderson meets him at the plate. And the White Sox lead at 8-1. to one. And, you know, when they come off of off days, this team sometimes looks sluggish at the plate. Not today. Today they came to play. That one lands right next to a Royals reliever. Like about two feet behind him while he's in the middle of a pitch, warming up out there. Jose Abreu comes up now, one for three. We're sitting there talking about if Anderson would steal third. And we were like, oh, wait he'll wait for Abreu because he'll shield... Uh, Sal so Perez. It doesn't matter now. Two-run home run. Anderson has touched the plate along with Grandal, And we lead 8-1. to one. Now this one's fouled off. 1-1 one and one the count here. Still no outs in the top of the sixth inning. Royals leaving Hahn out there. This one's lifted down the third baseline. Hooking foul. 1-2. and two. There's something to be said for relief pitchers when they get to a guy a second time. There's a reason they're relievers. Somebody gets a good look at him in a game. Sometimes... That banner gets an idea. You get Grandal, He's the first White Sox hitter that was getting a second look at Hahn. And he puts it over to Wall. 3-2 and two to count. Moncada's on deck. No outs top of the sixth inning. Nobody on right now. That could quickly change. The pitch on the way. Swung on and grounded over to Short. Tough play by Mondesi. He gets a Abreu by a step. He had to go deep in the hole behind third base there but successfully able to field it and get it over and here's Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo is one for three. He stands in with one out in the top of the sixth inning. Strike on the inside corner for Seymour, 0-1 the count. Sends this one on a line shot directly into Mondesi's glove. Mondesi was set up on a shift and behind second base. He almost takes the pitcher's head off and it goes right into the glove of Eldoberto Mondesi. Two gone now here in the top of the sixth, and here's Aloya Menos who's 0 for 2. A bouncing ball in front of the plate. Sal Perez is actually going to get it on the bounce in front of home plate and send it down to first for the 2 3 putout. But Grandal, with a two run blast, has made this a seven run game. White Sox lead 8 to 1 midway through the sixth. Oreas Olares, 1 for 2. He's got a single in the third inning. He's hitting 255. He's 796 OPS Takes his time getting into the plate Grandal actually motioned to him like come on let's go And now he steps in Giolito sitting on 78 pitches here To start off the bottom of the 6th inning Throws a strike down the middle 0-1 on that 4-seamer Now into the wind in the pitch Swung on and missed A slider 0-2 Giolito actually pitched very late Into his last start As a circle change swung on and missed, he got him on three pitches. Six strikeouts so far for Giolito, one gone here in the bottom of the sixth inning. If he has another efficient inning, I think he comes out for the seventh without question. As long as he doesn't run into trouble here in the sixth inning, that arm should feel pretty fresh. He had his normal rest plus the day off yesterday. So he must be fit as a fiddle right now. 1-0 1-0 to Hunter Dozier as that one misses inside. The big righty awaits the next pitch, and Giolito puts it across the middle for a strike. 1-1 one one the count on an off-speed pitch. Quickly into the wind, the next offering. Misses low and away on a slider, 2-1. and one. Now he misses low on a 4-seamer, 3-1 and one with Sal Perez on deck. He's got 6 homers and 24 RBIs to go with his 255 average. We're going to see him either way. I'd like to see him with two outs. The 3 1 pitch. Swung on and missed a four seamer. The count is full. They're knotted up in Washington. The Nationals and the Brewers tied up at six. And they're late in that game. Meanwhile, the Pirates trail the Reds 5 3 in Pittsburgh.
1: A high four seam oh.
0: fastball misses. Giolito has issued yet another walk in this game. With one out here in the bottom of the sixth inning, Perez comes up now with a base runner. He's got a line out and a ground out so far. He's 0 for 2. Meanwhile, that silly tiger with the crown on his head is jumping up and down on top of the White Sox bench. Trying to fire up a crowd. It's watching their team lose by 7. Perez stands in, the pitch on the way. A high four-seamer misses, 1-0 the count. This is that kind of moment you're trying to induce a double play. They started high on Perez, but I feel like we need to be working low here. That one's high as well and misses on a four-seamer, 2-0. Giolito goes outside and misses 3-0, and now he's having some problems finding the zone. With one out here in the bottom of the sixth inning, O'Hearn's on deck, and he's at 90 pitches right now. He looks in and delivers. Misses outside, walked him on four pitches. So Lucas Giolito now has walked two after getting the first out of the sixth inning. And we've talked about it over and over again ad nauseum that Giolito has been issuing too many free passes. And now after he throws one inside, O'Hearn... Coop's coming out to talk with his pitcher. He's having a hard time finding the plate, and it's probably going to explain to him that we have a lead. Don't go out like this. Throw the ball in there. And let your defense make a couple of plays. Meanwhile, that bullpen is warming now. Evan Marshall's up, and so is Jace Fry. Four-seamer fouled off. 1-1 one and one the count. Next pitch misses inside, 2-1. and one. Now Giolito induces a fly ball down the first baseline hooking foul into the stands. Count is even at two. Checks the runner at second the pitch. Got him looking on a 4 seamer at the knees. O'Hearn knows it. He goes back frustrated. Seventh strikeout for Giolito and now two outs. So after the talk, Lucas finds another gear, takes down O'Hearn, is one more batter away from getting through the sixth inning here. Franco comes up, he's got to walk in the fourth inning. An inside pitch misses, 1-0 the count. Dozier's on second. He's got a lead. Inside pitch hits him, and the bases are gonna be loaded. Franco takes one off the shoulder, glares at Giolito, trust me, he's struggling, he doesn't wanna do that. The bases are loaded for Brett Phillips. Swung on and lifted out in the right field. Angle tailing back towards the wall will make that catch over his shoulder and put his hand on the wall to show just how close he was and how close that was from being a grand slam. Instead Giolito breathes a sigh of relief in the 6th innings over. The White Sox escape a possible comeback that would have begun if that gets a few feet further out in the right field. It could easily be 8-5 to five right now. Instead it's 8-1 to one in the top of the 7th inning. Han remains in the game. I'm shocked by that. The Royals are burning him out today. And Encarnacion puts that one down the third baseline foul. 0-1 the count. Next offering, fouled back, 0-2. The Indians have scored more now. It's 9-8 in Cleveland. That game is a slobber knocker. The Royals still have the bullpen going, but nobody's coming in for Han. He's a man in an island right now. With a 1-2 count in the top of the seventh inning to Edwin Encarnacion. Low inside curveball misses two and two the count. Fouls that one back. Count remains two and two. Rips that one right to Mondesi, who snags it out of the air. Hard hit ball right at the shortstop. There's one gone. Adamingo comes to the plate. Takes a two-seam fastball above the knees. That is strike one. Michael Kopek is now up, warming for the White Sox. He had a few struggles here over the past week. I would imagine the Sox would like to send him in, give him a few innings. Just let him work on some things that he needs to work on as he gets himself back into shape. He has shown flashes of brilliance for the White Sox and also had a few difficult innings. One and two now to Angle, after an inside pitch misses. And now an outside pitch misses, a curveball. two and two. One out here in the top of the seventh inning. Sox up eight to one. First of a three-game series here in Kansas City against the Royals. The pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled off into the camera well down the first base side. Count remains even at two. The pitch. Low and away misses. Three and two the count. And now Angle fouls off a two-seam fastball. Full count. Nobody's on. One out. Top of the seventh inning. The payoff pitch. Swung on and cracked out into left field. Tailing back. That ball is off the wall. Engel's already on second base. He's thinking about three. He does round, but then he stays. The hold sign was up. The ball comes in the short. It's his seventh double of the season. So with one out, Adam Engel drives one to the wall. He's got a double. He's hitting the ball very, very well here this season. This is his best season in the majors. By far. Something you didn't expect. Jake Kalish... Will now come into the game, 20 games under his belt, 47 innings. A 4.79 earned run average. Lefty's hitting 207 against him, righty's hitting 333. Nick Mandrigal's a righty. He stands in. First pitch set out in the shallow left field. Gordon's going to come in and make the catch. Two gone. Lauri Garcia, one for three today with a single and a run scored. He's in the ninth spot playing center field. There's two outs here in the top of the seventh inning, with Adam Engel on second. The lefty Kalish throws a four-seamer on the outside corner that misses. One and oh the count. The next offering to Garcia, swung on and sent out into left center field, tailing back towards the wall. That is going to bounce at the track. He's got a double. Engel comes in and scores, and the Sox tack on another one, nine to one. An RBI double for Garcia, his 11th. He put it out in the same spot that Angle put his. And Tim Anderson comes up four for four in this game. Two doubles, two singles, and two runs batted in. He's got a runner in scoring position right now. He can make it an even ten for the White Sox. A high four-seamer misses, one to know the count. Average up to 3.33 now. He's got 37 runs scored and 19 stolen bases on the season. The pitch on the way. Inside misses a four-seamer, two and zero the count. Garcia, the moderate leadoff of second base. They take a look at him, then they throw a two-seamer inside, three and zero now to T.A. Rondell's on deck, average back up in the two-eighties at two eighty-one, following his two-run home run last time at the plate. That made the game eight to one. Now currently nine to one here in the top of the seventh with two outs. Swung on and sent. Off the glove of Mondesi It's going to be a foot race He will get to first base Before the throw can get there Mondesi dove for it It goes off his glove He gets up And T.A. makes it down the line With a lot of hustle He's five for five Three singles, two doubles Two runs batted in Garcia advanced himself over to third There's two on First and third with two out For Grandalo has to move over To the right side of the plate With a lefty up there And a four-seamer is a strike at the knees. He was hit by a pitch. He singled, and he has the two run home run. The 0 1 pitch. Misses on the outside corner, one and one. Sox offense taking it to the Royals here today. This is a beatdown. The pitch hits the outside corner high for strike two. Kalish pouring in the fastballs right now. and the count. He delivers. Swung on and sent in the right field underneath the feet of Anderson who leapt over it. It's a base hit for Grandal. The runner comes home. It's 10-1 White Sox. Poos throughout the stadium here for the Royals. Cheers from White Sox fans that made the trip this week. And I know there's some transplants here in Kansas City from the south side of Chicago. I'll tell you right now. I'd rather be a Sox fan in a foreign city than join another team. When I moved around the country, I wore my White Sox stuff wherever I went. I did not adapt the team that I moved into their town. I kept the Sox, always. One and zero now to Abreu. He's one for four in this game. T.A. is on second. Grandal's on first. Two outs here in the top of the seventh. Outside four, Seymour misses 2-0. and Royals have some fun things here in the ballpark. So when you're getting trounced, you're at least not bored. You bring kids, they've got a whole playground out there in center field. Can't really see the game from it. But do you really need to watch this if you're a Royals fan? It's a base hit up the middle. Runner's going to come around and score. Anderson is safe at home, well in front of the throw-in. It's 11-1 one sacks. That's a single from Abreu. Grandal only made it to second base. And Mancado will come to the plate. So the White Sox continue to tack on runs, and the Royals just want this game to be over. Eric Skoglund is going to have to be called upon. 18 games, 6 and 4 record, 37 innings, a 4.62 earned run average. The righty's only hitting 205 against him, lefty's hitting 229. He is a lefty. Mankata hits from the right side of the plate He's one for four with a single And two runs batted in Two-seamer on the inside corner goes for strike one 0-1 the count Two outs, top of the seventh Sox had the bases loaded in the first inning And got nothing, but then scored four in the second And two more in the third And they were off and running Rondell later hit a two-run home run To give them their seventh and eighth runs of the game And now they're just Nickel and diming as many runs as they can off the Royals here in the seventh. And I say nickel and diming, but there's been some hard-hit balls. Vankata swings and misses at strike three there on the outside corner. He's frustrated, but it doesn't matter. White Sox are up by ten runs. They lead 11-1. to And they're going to get up and sing the seventh-inning stretch, and we'll be back. Michael Kopech comes into in the game, his seventh appearance of the season. He's 2-0. Over 14 and two-thirds innings, he has an ERA of 6.14. 18 strikeouts to eight walks. And he will face Alberto Mondesi, who's one for three and throw a four-seamer down the middle. Owen won the count. 11 runs on 16 hits for the White Sox today. One run on two hits for the Royals. Quality start from Lucas Giolito. He threw 99 pitches. Now Kopech comes in here in the seventh. He's 0-2 to Mondesi, and now this outside four, seamer misses 1-2. A no-pressure situation here for Michael, who has had his ups and downs early on in the year. Some stellar performances coming out of the pen, and a couple of stinkers. He got him there on a changeup and froze him on the outside corner. Michael Kopech strikes out his first victim, and Alex Gordon is to the plate. He's 0-2 with a walk in the first inning. The lefty stands in against the flamethrower who goes into the wind and delivers. Low for Seymour, 1-0 the count. They're underway in Seattle and the Yankees have already scored on the road and lead it 1-0 in the first. Inside for seamer called the ball, Rondell wanted that one, he looked back, 2-0 the count. Kopek into the wind and the pitch. Missed inside again on a four-seamer. He's trying to paint that corner, and he's not getting the call from the umpire. That was in the same spot as the last pitch. The Sox thought both of those were strikes. They were not. Now he goes inside and finally gets the call. Three and one. An inside pitch swung on and fouled off deep down the first base line. Everything's been inside, just below the hips to Gordon. Now he goes away, and this one is grounded over to third. And it gets by Moncada. It was on a shift. He came charging over from the shortstop position. It almost made that play in the grass, but I think it still would have been a single. Gordon's on. And that's why they're pounding him inside. They have a shift set up. They're expecting him to pull. But then Grandal and Kopech decided they were going to try to sneak one by on the outside. And Gordon made him pay with the base hit. The very first pitch then... To Whit Merrifield lifted out into left field can of corn for Jimenez. He'll make the catch two gone. So two gone now. And here's Soler. One for three with a single in the third inning. Three hits total so far for the Royals at this point with two outs in the bottom of the seventh. Into the wind and the pitch. Inside corner and caught it for seam fastball. Owen won the count. Now Kopek throws a high pitch. Seaman it goes for ball one one and one the count not a lot of speed over there on first base and Gordon that's fine you focus on the batter here when you're up by ten a hot shot over to Mandrigal. he scoops it out of the sky a line out he's made a few good plays over there today he's one of the big reasons the White Sox lead 11 the one Aloy Jimenez is 0 for 3 with a ground out in the first inning. When your team has put up 16 hits and 11 runs, and you're 0 for, you want to get a hit. The first pitch is lifted out in the deep right-center field. It tails back, but the play is going to be made near the track. And he's 0 for 4 today, and there's one out in the top of the 8th inning. Encarnacion now comes to the plate. 1 for 4, the single in the 5th inning, with one out here in the top of the 8th. Outside for Seymour misses. 1-0 the count. 13,493 enjoying this ball game tonight. That was just announced. And inside fastball misses 2-0. You know, Kansas City is able to make it look like there's tons of people at their games if they want to. The upper deck is expansive, but you really don't see the majority of the seats in the upper deck. And they don't have any upper deck out in the outfield. So when guys are scattered around, when the fans are scattered around, you're like, ah, 13,000, looks full. Doesn't look that way now. Most of them have gone home. Their team's losing 11-1. 3-1 Edwin Encarnacion. The changeup on the outside corner catches 3-2 the count. Right now, I would say that I see more White Sox shirts than Royals shirts behind home plate. As Sox fans are hanging around for this game, and Royals fans are done. 3-2 pitch is rifled out and deep in the left field, tailing back towards the wall. It'll be caught at the track by Gordon. Edwin gives it a ride, but it does not get out. Two gone here in the top of the eighth. And Adam Engel comes to the plate. the final in Washington. Milwaukee scored four in the ninth inning. The Nationals unable to get anything in the bottom half. And Milwaukee wins. On the road, 10-6. Adam Engels, 1-3 for three with a double and two runs scored. It's also a final in Pittsburgh. Cincinnati wins 5-3 to tonight. We're waiting to see whether or not the Indians can come back here in the bottom of the ninth inning, trailing by a run against Boston. It's 9-8 there. Chopped over to third base. Nifty play made. And it's sent over to first. Sox go down 1-2-3 here in the top of the eighth inning. They continue to lead by 10. It's 11-1, heading to the bottom of the eighth. Hunter Dozier just made a really nice play over at third base. He's 0-1 for with two walks in this game. His on-base percentage is 341. He's hitting 265. He's got an 846 OPS. Michael Kopech stands in against the righty and delivers a four-seam fastball at 99 miles an hour that goes for a strike on the outside corner. the count. Now he goes low with a slider and misses, 1-1. Dozier steps out, and now we'll get back in. Inside four, Seymour catches the corner, 1-2, that one came across at 98. Popek toes the rubber and delivers. Swung on and missed, he got him on a 100 mile an hour fastball. Up at the shoulders. He couldn't lay off of it. And he's laughing going back. He said something to Grondahl, and he's laughing. Like, I was never going to catch up to that. What was I swinging at? One gone here in the bottom of the eighth. Sal Perez is up. He's 0 for 2 with a walk in the sixth. Takes a slider low below the knees. 1-0 the count. Seeing Kopech go to the four seamer and the slider more than anything in his repertoire right now. Six innings from Giolito, he throws 99 pitches. He gives up one run on two hits. 2-0 now, to Perez. Kopek came in in the seventh. And now this one is launched here in the eighth, deep out in the left field, and Perez just hit a bomb. Top of the waterfall out there, 482 feet out of here at 114.3 miles an hour. Sal Perez teed off on that one. That's his seventh home run of the season. They play the stupid music. The royalty music on the home run. Nothing like overdoing it when you're losing by nine. Kansas City fans eat it up though. 482 feet. That was an absolute crushed baseball. Now Michael Kopech has to shake it off. Eleven to two, and Ryan O'Hearn's up. Throws a four-seamer for ball one high. Want to know the count? This is why Michael's got to work a little bit. We've seen him give up a few big home runs. I mean the big distant ones, and and when those are happening, that means somebody somebody really knew what was coming, or they anticipated you. That's a strike on the outside corner. One and one. These aren't just barely getting out. Sometimes he gets a ball crushed out. Slider inside one and two. The other thing, though, is that it's the inconsistencies. And the Sox need him to work out some of that stuff. He's going to get into the starting rotation, which I don't know if he's doing it this season. The way that all these guys are pitching, unless there's an injury, because the staff is very, very good. A strike on the outside corner. O'Hearn doesn't like the call. Third strikeout for Kopech. Second of the Number inning. Seven. Six, eight, eight. Sand him down. And here comes Franco, the DH, with two outs in the bottom of the eighth inning. Kopech toes the rubber and delivers. Lifted down the third baseline into the stands. Foul. It's going to bounce around the seats. Not a lot of people here anymore. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on, sent down the first baseline. Fair ball over the bag. Abreu can't get to it. That's a single. So there's a runner on here with two outs in the bottom of the eighth. He just got a hold of that one. He's really late on the swing. And it just finds that groove right down the line. State fair all the way down to where Engel got it in the outfield. Just ran down the line perfectly. Brett Phillips comes up 0 for 3. The pitch. A strike right above the knees. 0-1 the count. He flew out the last time up in the 6th inning. With the bases loaded, here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, 0-2. Kopech burned that by him at 99 miles an hour, right down the middle. The 0-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, he got him a 4-seamer inside. Kopech sits him down, so he ends up striking out 3 in this inning, but he gives up a towering home run. After 8, the White Sox lead 11-2. Top of the ninth inning, Nick Mander one for four. He will step in and lead off as the eight-hitter in the lineup. Garcia's next, and then Tim Anderson, who's five for five in this game, will come up for a sixth time. Skoglund remains in the game. The lefty induces a flyout in the short right field. Solaire underneath it, there's one gone here in the top of the ninth inning. Larry Garcia will stand in. First pitch on the way, fouled off down the first base line. Garcia on the right side now. He was on that side when he hit that double earlier in the game. He's two for four. Charges this one over to Mondesi over at short. The flip over to first in time. Two gone on the 6-3 putout. So two outs here in the top of the ninth inning, and Timmy Anderson comes up. He's five for five. Three singles, two doubles, two runs batted in. He's had a night. That's for sure. His sixth at bat, what will it bring? The pitch on the way. Swung on and sent over to Short. On the high chop, Mondesi gets it there just in time. He was almost six for six. A quick inning here in the top of the ninth. We go to the bottom of the ninth, leading by nine. Your attention, please. Kelvin Herrero will come in in the ninth <laughs> inning. 22 games, 0-3 record, 25-2 and innings. With a 5.96 earned run average, 23 strikeouts and 9 walks. Righties are hitting 119 against him, lefties are hitting 379. And he gets Mondesi on the left side of the plate. First pitch inside corner, called the ball, a fastball at the knees. 1-0 the count. Next pitch misses inside, a four-seamer, 2-0. Now a strike on the inside corner, 2-1 the count. Herrera... Another pitcher that has struggled recently out of the White Sox bullpen. Had a nice little streak there at one point where he was pretty good coming out. You thought, here's a guy that could move himself into the back end of the rotation, be another option, sixth or seventh inning option. Change up, take it inside for a strike, two and two. Then the wheels came off. May was a bad month for him. The two two pitch. Swung on and chopped towards short. It gets underneath the Anderson's glove, out of his reach. That's a base hit that rolls into center field. So the leadoff man is on for the Royals. And here comes Gordon. Seeing eye single. Puts her runner on. Gordon's up now. It's hitting 260, 10 homers, 27 RBI. He puts this one down the first baseline foul into the tarp. the count. He singled his last time up in the seventh inning. He's one for three. Inside fastball misses. 1-1 the count. Herrera sneers. I don't think it can be at the umpire. It was clearly inside. Maybe he's sneering at himself. That's an internal sneer. Lots of speed over at first base, the pitch. Swung on and lifted down the line. It's a base hit. It's going to get into the corner. Montesy's running around second. He's going to get to third. He may turn. He will. He's on his way home. There'll be a throw to the plate. Not in time. He's safe. It's 11 to 3. Kelvin Herrera giving the Royals fans a thrill by coming in and giving up two hits a single and a double that scored a run. And they haven't even recorded an out yet. Whit Merrifield comes up 0 for 4 with a flyout in the seventh inning. Brown at a second base. They're going to take the out at first. As Gordon goes over to third base, there's one gone here in the bottom of the ninth. And Solaire steps to the plate, one for four with a single in the third inning. The runner on third means nothing except to Kelvin Herrera, who knows his stats are going to take an even bigger hit. Inside four, Seymour swung on and missed. Owen won the count. Next offering pop back behind the plate 0-2. Herrera delivers. Chopped that one foul down the line 0-2 the count remains. Every game of the 2020 season simulated right along with the schedule, right here on Sox in the basement as that's the ball inside. And then post-game analysis, breakdown, stats, box scores, team stats after every series so you can keep track of everything At Sox on 35th.com, this is a base hit in the right field, and another run scores, and it's 11-4, so Herrera comes in, and his job is to pitch the ninth inning with a nine-run lead. He's given up two runs so far and only got one out. And you know Ricky Renteria doesn't want to warm anybody else up, but this is ridiculous. Hunter Dozier comes to the plate, as you can see him calling down to the pen. They didn't want to have to use another pitcher in this inning. This is getting really bad. For Herrera The 1-0 pitch now to Dozier Misses away 2-0 Kelvin Herrera Has not been good And the White Sox said Okay we're going to do two innings We're going to have Copa come out We're going to have him get some work He got his work, great Now we're going to give Herrera some work With a big lead And he's just giving up hit after hit after hit right now 2-1 the count now to Dozier Runner on first, one out sent down the first baseline, foul, two and two. A seven-run lead right now for the White Sox. As this pitch is lifted out in the right, Angle's gonna get underneath it and wait. Two gone. So on the soft fly out to right field, there's two gone here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Chase Fry and Evan Marshall started throwing during that last at-bat, just in case. Sal Perez comes in, one for three. Hopefully, he's the last batter of the game. Strike in the outside corner, 0-1 the count. Herrera wasn't even used in the Minnesota Twins series. That's a cut fastball down the middle, 0-2. And I think that says a lot when you think about how the White Sox moved around pitchers a lot in that game, really wanted those wins, and his manager was not going to touch him. He never even warmed up. 0-2 the count, the pitch. Just misses high one and two. Eleven of four White Sox. Two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. One two count to Sal Perez. who had a bomb the last time up. Fouls this one off into his own dugout. Count remains one and two. Twenty three pitches so far this inning for Kelvin Herrera. Swung on and missed an inside two seamer. The ball game is over. Sox to win the first game of three here in Kansas City. Lucas Giolito has a great start. Tim Anderson goes five for six. Yasmani Grandal has the big home run. It's all smiles. After they sweep the Twins at home, they are now up to 13 games over 500. Once again, this is the second time this team has been 13 over 500. It's their high watermark for the season. 11 runs on 16 hits for the White Sox, four runs on eight for the Kansas City Royals. Lucas Giolito gets the win, six innings pitched, six walks, two hits, seven strikeouts, one earned run. Brad Keller goes two and two-thirds with eight hits, two walks, four strikeouts, six earned runs. Tim Anderson's your player of the game, five for six with two doubles, two RBIs, three singles. Yasmani Grandal goes three for four with a two-run home run, three RBIs in total. Jose Abreu goes two for five with a double and three RBIs and a run scored. And Leary Garcia goes two for five with a double, an RBI and two runs scored. And there were other guys that contributed. Heck, we had 16 hits. A really good first win for the White Sox. Game two is tomorrow here in Kansas City. We got three games here. We're heading back to Chicago for the weekend against Detroit. My thanks to all that listen and our proud sponsors, Cork and Carry at the Park. Remember to order some great food from them through Grubhub or direct at Cork and Carry at the Park.com and get out there to 33rd in Princeton when they are able to open up and get the patio chairs out and, and support a, a great, great local Southside tradition that is Cork and Carry and Cork and Carry at the Park. My name is Chris Lanuti. You've been listening to the podcast for fans. By fans simulating every game of the 2020 season for the White Sox ever since opening day. We've been there since the beginning, and we're happy to continue doing it for you. And hopefully very soon these guys will figure out how to play baseball for real. If not, we're here for you all the way to the end. This is Socks in the Basement, found everywhere. Podcast can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks
1: in the basement. Socks in the basement.